Hola, bienvenido a la Gran Nación Azul. Would you care to join the La Familia Club? You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky. That's got to be one of the weirdest intros I've ever done to this show. My name is Lance Stahl, host of the Locked On Kentucky podcast, writer for Sports Illustrated uh, for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky Athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be discussing the La Familia Club. John Calipari has started an NIL collective. He's not calling it a collective. It is a collective. Is the man cooking? Is he finally coming around to some things that he has yet to come around to? We're going to talk about that on today's episode. Also, going to continue along with the the things that Clint Darden, in front of the program, shared with us, going to be asking the question, what is Coach Calipari's role with this team? Is he a professor or is he a basketball coach? Going to dive into what I mean there later on in the show. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. If you speak Spanish and I absolutely butchered, uh, hi, welcome to Big Blue Nation in, in, uh, in Spanish. I apologize. Google Translate has either led me astray or I just can't pronounce anything worth a rip. That's kind of been the theme here on the show for the past year and a year or so. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Coach Cal has created an NIL collective himself, or at least he wouldn't want you to think so. So according to several reports, I believe KSR was on this first. Jack Pilgrim of KSR has reported that the La Familia Club is something that Cal has now created. It's not a collective, but a new fundraising model to bring together Kentucky's top boosters and several of Kentucky's stars in the NBA. So this is a basketball-specific collective. Uh, it looks like that the Wildcats are going to be utilizing from here on out. First thoughts initially, before we continue to read further, this is great for the long-term success of Coach Cal's tenure for the rest of what he's going to be doing with the Wildcats. And I think it's really good if it's able to kind of uh, be laid as a foundational piece for Kentucky's NIL uh, collective stuff in the future. It's going to be really good for future coaches and, and Wildcats to come. In short, it's a legitimate and legal way to raise money and pay student athletes beyond traditional marketing avenues. That's what Jack Pilgrim wrote over on KSR. He noted that the club was formed back in January, actually, with contributions doubling collectives at other programs. So the, those are the two excerpts I want to read from the article that was written over at KSR. If you want to go check this out, I believe it's you could literally pull up uh, on three's KSR board and it could be literally right there. But it, it's the La Familia Club. It, it's a collective that Cal has started that... Uh, he's gone on to say, I believe in the article uh, Drew Franklin and Jack Pilgrim did, uh, went on to explain that he really doesn't want it to be a collective, like not label it as that, even though it operates or it looks like it's going to operate as such. And you may say, well, what are they going to be paying the student athletes to do? Well, according to what we've know, what we know now, it's apparently going to be for things like uh, signings, you know, meetups, appearances, different things like that. It's going to be giving uh, the players' opportunities to get paid for for different events and, and autographs and such. So I think that's great. Long-term, that's really, really nice. If you've been watching uh, on social media recently, and this is not a new thing, you already got to see new Wildcat commit Jordan Burks uh, was already uh, hanging out at some, it looked like some kind of youth camp 
uh, that he was hanging out at, and he was uh, playing around with some kids, playing ball, and just taking videos, all excited. I believe Aaron Bradshaw recently did this, if I'm not mistaken, it was another Wildcat, but it's, I would assume, things like that, making appearances at youth camps, being able to to do different things in the community, have autograph signings, meetups, you know, interviews, I, I think is, is another thing that you could see uh, come out of this. It's, it's very nice to see the biggest program or, yeah, the biggest, yeah, the biggest sport in Kentucky's athletic program be recognized as such. And then on top of that, I think it's really, really refreshing to see an NIL collective in air quotes, it's a club, we'll call it a club, a club that is dedicated to kind of digging into the nitty gritty with some of the things that the fans may want out of the most important and the biggest progress sport here. It's getting to individualize and and get one-on-one opportunities or maybe, you know, maybe it's multiple players at a time. It's really getting to identify the individual players with the fans and it's being able to kind of build not necessarily relationships but things like that with with the fan base where it feels a little bit more personal it's a little bit more important uh, I think to this this fan base that they're able to kind of get opportunities like this and uh, I think that as such the athletes should be compensated uh, for what honestly is their work and I'm excited to see what this means for UK in the future as far as this the implementation of this like uh, the article stated this was written or this was created back in January so we're going to see uh, the impact of this I think as the years go on as it's able to grow uh, it's it's very similar to the 15 club the Commonwealth cause uh, it, it's similar to what those two clubs are doing according to Matt Jones of KSR this is a big thing for UK it's a big thing because of what they've been currently lacking uh, in the transfer portal era of college basketball. They've been lacking the ability to lock some of these players down that they've wanted to go out and get, i.e. Hunter Dickinson, uh, i.e. Keisha Johnson, um, i.e. Arthur Kaluma, who went to Kansas State, by the way. If you did not see that, Kentucky missed out on the Creighton transfer there. They have yet, this cycle, to really clamp down on a transfer and then actually go and pick him up. They literally haven't gotten anybody, and I think that advancing their status in the NIL world, NIL world is going to be paying dividends for next year's offseason. At least I really do hope it is. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but the La Familia Club is officially in session. So you like to think about what it's going to do for the long-term future of Cal's tenure and what it's going to be doing for Kentucky coaches to come. It's going to be good But what about the immediate future? What does it do for Kentucky in 2023? Well, I think it really does help to have a great group of young men on campus to kind of get to experience what this is for the first time. Obviously, meetups and autograph signings and different things like that, they've existed over the past few years. This is nothing new. But to be able to go out and get compensated for it, I think it's going to make it a little bit more exciting, a little bit more refreshing, obviously, for these different guys and It's going to be, because it's such a young team, because it's this big freshman class, I think that's a good place to start uh, with this club that Cal has started. I think it makes more sense to just have kids that are new to the college game step into these waters with this as an opportunity um, and kind of be able to educate, I suppose, uh, some players that are going going to be coming in next year's cycle. I think that's a nice thing to be able to have a whole team that understands it and experiences it all at once going to be great for this fall I think but with one particular player uh, that we've been discussing here over the show or on the show over the past few weeks 
I think it may make an impact. Antonio Reeves, who is currently debating whether or not he is going to be transferring to another school, another school this offseason, or he's going to be staying with the Kentucky Wildcats. It seems like information has gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about Reeves and what he's going to do. Um, right now, it, it seems like some people are getting their hopes up online that he's going to return. I'm going to remain opinionless on this. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't have any information on it. I apologize. Nothing that I can really do about that right now. Just kind of a waiting game. But we can speculate over, well, pair this with the things online that are being said. Hey, look, here's an, another opportunity for Kentucky to officially give their their athletes more money. I understand that this has been placed since January, but maybe this is something that is making Antonio Reeves kind of think about it a little bit more. And it may end up being one of the deciding factors in him returning to the Wildcats, the opportunity to get paid for some of these uh, bigger things. I think that's great. I think it's exciting. And I really do hope that Reeves is able to come back to the team uh, for a majority of reasons, uh, for a variety of reasons, one of which obviously is the fact that he would immediately be one of the best three-point shooters on the team. But uh, that's the, that's beside the point. Right now, I think we have to realize that adding as many ways to invest in the program through NIL is crucial for the future of Kentucky basketball. And I'm going to compare this to another team in another sport for a second here, but just follow me. Georgia football is the most dominant program in college athletics right now, I believe. And it's because of how they invest. They invest more money than any other team in America in what they do. And right now, I think that Kentucky has an opportunity to go out and invest themselves in this college basketball program. But right, they, they've not shown the ability to do it yet. Or they, they've not rather, they've not shown the ability to do it, but rather they've not shown the interest in doing it just yet. So I'm excited to see if they're able to actually bring themselves up to the status that they hold themselves at. Um in terms of how the national media views them. So if you've got any thoughts on the La Familia Club, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. All right, I want to continue our conversation that we started yesterday about some of the thoughts that front of the program Clint Darden had to share with us. I want to continue to elaborate on his opinion uh, on some of the things that are going on with Kentucky basketball right now. And I want to essentially ask the question, is Coach Cal a basketball coach or is he a professor? Before we get into that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. The NBA Finals has officially wrapped up. Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, NBA champions. Hope you guys got some bets in on that game last night. The MLB, though, still kicking right now. Cincinnati Reds and uh, Atlanta Braves. I believe St. Louis Cardinals. Some of you guys are Cardinal fans out there as well. Um, random question here during the ad read. What is your favorite MLB team? Leave that in the YouTube comments below. Um, but you can go right now to FanDuel and you can lay down some money on a lot of different props. Right now, that's my favorite thing to do with baseball props. I really do enjoy uh, going over under on pitch counts and strikeouts and hits and different things like that. It's all really, really fun and very safe and secure, super easy to use on top of that. If you go over to FanDuel right now as a new customer, you can get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. To do that, head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Again, get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That is FanDuel, the official sports betting partner 
of the NBA and the MLB. All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I said this on yesterday's show. I'm going to repeat it again. Going to try and switch to three episodes a week for the offseason here through the, through the rest of June and July and August. We pick it back up to five episodes a week. To be completely honest with you guys, I think I'm going to probably put out more episodes than three a week. That's just the expectation. Uh, because news is still alive and kicking, so make sure uh, you tune in every other day, at the very least, to check in and see uh, what's going on here uh, at the Locked On Kentucky podcast. All right, we've talked about the La Familia Club, La Familia Club, and we are going to get into uh, the final thoughts that Clint Darden shared with us just a few days ago. In case you did not listen to yesterday's episode, and I would highly encourage you to do that, Jordan Burke's committed. Uh, we talked about what that means for the Wildcats. Clint Darden friend of the program, long-time listener of the show, uh, shared some really, really kind words with me that, again, I, I want to say that I really do appreciate uh, what he had to say uh, about the show and about me and about how, what we're doing here. And I appreciate all of you out there that are listening and watching. Subscribe if you have not already. But he also shared a couple of different topics that he thought made make good show ideas. And, of course, obviously, I'm going to take the time to kind of dive into what he had to say because it was a really interesting perspective that not a lot of people have thrown out there to me outside of people that are related to me that have that are similar to what Darden had to say. There are not a lot of opinions out there that are similar to Darden. So yesterday he had a thought about, you know, what defines a team leader? What defines a leader for Kentucky basketball this upcoming season? And his argument was that it not nece- it doesn't necessarily rely on experience or it doesn't necessarily rely on scoring, even though that can be a part of it. You can find a leader on this year's team. It just may be a really, really young one. And it also may be dependent on what the coaching staff does in terms of leading this team this upcoming season. So the question I want to ask you guys today is priority number one, winning basketball games for Coach Calipari. This has been a a topic of, of interest, I think, for the fan base for a couple of seasons now, if not longer. Uh, it may be for very long, actually, considering what Cal's kind of stick has been since he's been uh, coaching the Wildcats, which was, you know, we're going to get really, really high-end talent, we're going to get excellent players, and we're going to cycle them out, and they're going to go to the NBA. This is the place, if you want to go to the NBA, to come. If you're a five-star player, if you're a big-time player, you should come play for Kentucky. And the wins have kind of come secondary, it feels like, to the majority of the fan base that is upset with him right now. And we've heard Cal recently go on record and say, you know, my job is to go out there and, and win basketball games. And and that's good and all. That's what the school hired him to do. That's what a basketball coach does. He goes out there and he manages the kids and he wins games. That's the goal. And if he doesn't do that, then he gets fired or he retires. Or not retires, he just resigns, rather, I should say. So that's what a basketball coach does. It's pretty straightforward, very bland. A basketball coach goes out and wins games, manages the kids, whatever. But is Cal, and this is the question I'm asking you guys, is Cal a professor of the game? And Clint elaborated on what he had to say in the video that he sent me. And he said, if you're a professor, you know, you have a couple of options. Do you get kids that you know will get straight A's, will become excellent students, and will go on to have excellent careers very quickly, even if that means you only get to be a part of their life for a very small amount of time, a professor that goes out and seeks the best students and then doesn't really get to share much with them and they just kind of go and they do whatever, right? Or is your job as a professor to take the kids that need to learn, really do need to kind of hone their craft, 
Do you take them as far as you possibly can in their career, even if you struggle on your tests in your first year with those students? Even if they struggle, do you stick it out with them? Do you develop them? Do you coach them? Do you teach them? Do you bring them up? And then do you finally ship them out to the best possible place whenever their career is finally over with your, with, with your school? And Clint essentially kind of said in the video, you know, Coach Cal can be one of two things. He can be somebody that's going through the motions and getting all this high-end talent and getting them to the NBA, and that can kind of be his thing. You know, not really teaching a whole lot, not really educating, or is he investing in these players for the long term? And is he making sure that those kids are getting the most out of their career, even if that means you don't win every single game? in your first season with them because they have to learn, they have to develop, they have to understand, you know, how the game operates before they can actually go out there and play it really, really well. And I think that that's an interesting question. I think it's an interesting thought to have in relation to Cal, who very clearly has made the message when it comes to recruiting, come play for us because we'll get you to the NBA. Come play for us because we're good. Come play for us because we'll get you opportunities. And it has frustrated parts of the fan base that that has kind of been the, the, the pitch, that's kind of been the sales point there. I personally think that at a school like Kentucky, you are going to more often than not see a coach pitch things outside of what he can do for you individually, developmentally, um, as, as a person and as a, as a player I don't necessarily think that he is attracting at a place like Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina. You're not attracting the type of player that needs to be developed. You're attracting the type of player that is ready to go. And that's what Kentucky's been doing for the past decade plus. That's kind of how they've operated. They've gotten the five stars. They've gotten the players that they wanted. And they've gone out and they've been crazy. And then they've gone to the NBA, and they've been even better. One of them just won a championship. But Kentucky, I don't think, frankly, is ever going to find themselves under Cal's tutelage. They're not going to find themselves searching out the student that needs three or four seasons, the student that needs three or four years to understand how to make things work, how to get those good grades on those tests. They're going to stick with the with the straight A students, and I know that may that may frustrate some people. I know it may frustrate. There are some people here in the SEC town that I live in that I've talked to that have voiced their concerns and frustrations over. Well, you know, like why don't we just go out and get some of these lower rated players? They'll play with heart. They'll play with passion. They'll play like they need it. They they will play really really hard, and I think they will. But at some point. Talent does matter. Talent does win. And if you're able to convince that talent that they are desperate, that they need to succeed, that they need to go out there and perform because they've not gotten to their peak, then you're going to create excellence. You're going to create a program like Georgia. You're going to create a program program like Alabama or Ohio State or Kentucky's of the past or Duke or North Carolina or UCLA. You're going to get those type of teams. But in college basketball, it seems like the game is changing and what defines a championship roster is changing. 
I would love for Coach Cal to take the straight A students and win games immediately this year and win, go to a Final Four and prove everybody, including myself, wrong. I would love for him to be able to do that. But as of right now, not only do I think that that's difficult, not only do I think that that's very difficult to have happen, I don't think that Kentucky's going to change its ways. So I think right now Cal is very much set in the way that he's going to do it. Very pleased to see him come around to what things need to, things need to look like on the NL, NIL side. Um, but I think Cal's who he is, and we're just going to have to simply accept that. Cal is going to be getting the five stars, and I think part of his job now is to really hone them and continue to prove that he can get the most out of them um, because the past few seasons he hasn't, straight up. So if you've got any thoughts on that, if that makes sense to you, if you've got any questions you have on that, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. Again, really appreciate Clint reaching out, giving some thoughts, very interesting perspective on the state of Kentucky basketball. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore. You can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and God bless.